welcome to After Pulse, the extra podcast from the hosts of Community Pulse. And now here's Mary Thangball, Jason Hand, and PJ Haggerty. So I think that was an interesting talk. It's kind of interesting to get people's perspectives. Um, I thought the most, the biggest point was actually the first one that you made, Mary, with the the idea of necessary. When is an event necessary? Uh, mostly because like, Sometimes you think from a very ethereal or esoteric point of view, like, are any of these conferences necessary? Yes, in a, in a way of looking at, like, are we innovating? Are we pushing the, the, the ideas or the world of tech forward? Yes, they're, they're 100% necessary. But you were looking at it from more of a, is this locally necessary? Is this mm-hmm. community-wise necessary kind of point of view? Well, and also, I mean, industry-wise, like, is, is it necessary to create a completely new event or should I get involved in the events that are already happening and add a different perspective there? Like if I'm sitting there going, I really wish this event covered these topics, but they don't. And my CFP never gets included and I never get involved. Then like, cool. Reach right. out to the organizers and say, Hey, like, unless it's a specific company that runs it, if you reach out to the organizers and say, Hey, I'd really love to be involved. And even if it is a specific company that runs it, like I'd love to be on the program committee. Mm-hmm. I'd love to help with CFPs. Like I'm really invested in this and I'm seeing patterns that you aren't covering and topics that would, could be a really great thing for this community. Can I help? Right. Rather than organizing your own. And I think, I think one thing that, that I learned. And one thing that Paul and I talked about often when we were doing redeploy last year was this idea of like, I mean, I've been peripherally involved in conferences for years through O'Reilly and through chef. And it's this like, well, you know, I kind of know what goes into making the sausage. It's not a big deal, but it's like those, those types of events, my process of quote unquote, seeing the sausage is like the meat is already ground and we're already good and it just needs to go through the sausage maker versus like, here's a pig, ready, go. Best of and luck. you're like, wait a second, hang on, what? <laughs> like, it's a lot like, of time. I, I wasn't even aware we were making pork sausage. Right? <laughs> like, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of commitment for something that may or may not work very well. And like, we were lucky enough that redeploy was completely worth it. And we had a good turnout of people and the conversations were great. But even so, like there were a lot of difficult decisions to make and a lot of difficult times of like, I really probably, do I actually have time to be doing this? Like I'm running my own business. I'm writing a book. I'm doing all these other things. Was this really the right decision to make? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we explored this too much in the episode, but um, just the idea of necessity has a lot of different vectors, you know, exactly mm-hmm. what, like you were just saying, like, uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunities for, for me to put on more events, local events, but because I've done enough of them and I know what it takes and how draining they can be and how stressful they are. And usually when it's the first one, if you don't have, money already around from a, a sponsor who's ready to jump in early, um, then some of the upfront costs are on you and you have no idea if people will even come. So there's just, you know, I think the idea of necessary also isn't, is the community, is this necessary for the community because there's a, there's a missing thing here? Um, or is this necessary just for an industry? Like you have to, as a person, you have to 
decide this is necessary for me to try to put all uh, put together. Right. right. And I think that that in some ways, like you're kind of describing the first mistake. The first mistake is to say, and, and Aaron touched on this a little bit, is to say, I'm going to do this because I want to do this. And I think it is a necessity for, for whatever reason. Um, but I'm going to take it all on me and not delegate and try to try to move forward as far as I possibly can. Um, and I've done it and, and we've all done it in some aspect, but I've done it, you know, similar to what, what Aaron was saying, I've done it for an event and, and you don't realize all of the many pounding things that could just come at you out of nowhere. You know, little things like, you know, Oh, well this sponsor wants a W nine. These sponsors don't care. Um, guess what? Your name's now on, on, you know, you're a contractor with these people according to the federal government. And is that how you want to do your taxes? And, you know, just ridiculous things because you thought, oh, I'm going to buy some soda and some pizza and get some speakers to show up and I've got a conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy as people think. And kind of, I think that should also come into, you're saying there's a lot of, you know, necessity vectors. Come, come in, how necessary is it you to sacrifice the amount of time it's going to take to build the thing? And uh, if you can't find people to help you, maybe that shows that there isn't a necessity in your area for that event. Yeah, I hate to say it, but you got to like, figure out the ROI for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is never going to be monetary. I mean, if you're doing events for profit, whatever, I don't have, I don't feel bad for you. Like you're trying to make a job out of making events and that's a little, I, I don't feel bad for you. And there's some people who are successful with that, right? And they've yeah, done yeah. a great job and, and they love it. them and that's great. Yeah, exactly. But that's not, that. that's like trying to write a book to make a, a living off of writing a book. Like, there are some people who have done it, yes. And then there are a lot of people who have write not. a book and it does all right. And the, the uh, royalties that trickle in are a nice surprise, but like you don't, you don't do it to, if your motivation for an event is to make money, then your passion isn't there. And right. I, would, I would say then that's not going to get you through the difficult times of trying to figure out what your MVP is yeah. and all of those types of things, right? How, how do you, how do you drop, how do you drop, uh, you know, money on a venue when you don't have any sponsors yet? And like, these are the interesting questions that right. you know, I, I've had people who are like, you know, I'm going to throw an event and I'm going to make a ton of cash. And it's like, okay, Hey, don't ever start with that expectation. Your goal should be to break even. That's your, that's your step one goal is to not be broke by the end of this thing. Right. It might be, it might be on a documentary on Netflix if you do. Yeah, so uh, this is what I'm saying. So, so Community Pulse, the conference, um, I could go on about this for. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> we got yeah. a hard stop here. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Hey, one yeah. other thing I thought. Let's was, find out what Ja Rule has to say. <laughs> one other thing that I thought was um, something I would have liked to have talked a little bit more is is, and maybe we can even start something on the site or put it in a repo of like here are here are all the things that we make sure we have like these are the necessities these are the um when aaron was talking about he had his meeting tonight to discuss what do we want this next event to look like and that kind of thing it got me thinking i I know we all have at least casual notes written in different places maybe it would be uh, beneficial for us to sort of put together a list and make that available um open source it or something yeah i know Um, in the ruby community there used to be a conference organizers master list and it included like a what cities are having conferences and when, so you don't step on somebody's toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, the absolute bare minimum of things you're going to need. Um, and C, like, you know, people that might be willing to help out because maybe they had a little money left over after they were done. Yeah. And I think some well, of it is just, we don't know what we don't know, right? Like, right. 
looking back on redeploy, there's things where I would have gone, well, we should have, you know, hired that person sooner. We should have. Could have, should have, would have. Exactly. We should have ordered our swag sooner. We should have, you know, all of these various things that like, you know, that's why you do a retrospective, right? Not to point blame and not to say, well, this didn't happen because of these things, but just next time let's, let's do these things better. But I think part of it for me was, you know, and we talked about this a little bit, but touching on like, what are the things that I've noticed at conferences that have always really bugged me? And what do I wish could be done better? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that we can do this in a different way that might serve people better. And how do we aim, aim for that thing? Um, but I think, I think figuring out a way to have a, a joint list for that would not be a bad idea. We're starting to build some of those for, um, other topics for DevRel Collective. And Mm -hmm. so it might be, might be something we can hook onto there and, and add onto the, the repo. And also we have to worry about feeding into the, the global, uh, spreadsheet conspiracy because basically pretty soon everything's going to be in a spreadsheet right (laughs) (laughs) if it's not already it's going to be um but yeah no seriously that's that's a brilliant idea like in some ways and and someone someone mentioned this at a conference i was at recently like wouldn't it be great to have a conference of conferences Mm -hmm. like a, a singular meeting somewhere where we say all right you know we've got the devops days board you know, organizers board and we've got the folks who are behind a lot of the PHP events and we've got Ruby central and we've got the Python foundation and you know, the folks from O'Reilly and we've got everybody in a room to talk about do's and don'ts and yeses and no's and how to work together collectively instead of this like, you know, multi-directional shotgun conference effect that we have going on that has now created a period where there is no downtime. Right. Um, which as, as DevRel grows as a career choice, this is going to become a problem as we move forward. You know, I, you know, a lot of people are going to burn out a lot faster. It was different when conference season, I've said this before, when it was like mid March to mid September, maybe beginning of October, Yeah, it was a different time. Now it's like, you know, I did my first conference on the 6th of January. Mm-hmm. I did my last conference last year on December 15th. Yeah. That's not even a month. It'd be helpful for us to like definitely put together a list, but I also want to make sure that we, we know or that we, let listeners know that mm-hmm. don't just adopt, you know, like somebody else's code of conduct and like their checklist of things to, to work on. No, you and have make, to do the diligence. And work, make sure it works for your community and your event and, you know, don't cargo cult somebody else's like right. experience, I guess. Well, and I think part of it too, and I'm, this is a complete and utter tangent for a certain extent, but like, we go to Burning Man often. And so we have a spreadsheet that's this, you know, here's everything that we try to bring. And we have stuff categorized into like must have, would be nice, eh, and like eh, only if we have to. Like, It'd be cool. Right, exactly. But like not a huge deal if it doesn't happen. And so I think putting together some sort of list that has those types of things that like, look, you have to have insurance. If you're doing a physical in-person event, you have to have a venue. Like basic stuff like that. And then here's all of the nice to haves, but like, you know, one of one of our, and it was super ambiguous, but like inclusion was a necessity. Diversity was a necessity. And those aren't things you can necessarily break down into particular items. And we did for some things, right? Like we had pronoun stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a 50-50 split for speakers. We had signs that we put up near the bathrooms. Like stuff like that that we could break down a little bit more. 
but there's some of those things that are necessary for a conference to not only be successful, but for people to have a good experience that are more ambiguous that are going to depend on, on the conference, but kind of breaking it down into those, like, look, this is a must have and how you figure it out. There's different ways, but mm -hmm. here's some of the, the necessities, if you will. Agreed. Agreed. And I think we need to wrap it up because I know that we're pressed for time. I think this is a great episode though. I think it was, it was good to kind of get out in the air and, and let, um, to, to continue the, the metaphor, to let some of the, the sausage manufacturing information be shared. Mm -hmm. um, if not all of it, because, you know, we couldn't possibly, I don't think the three of us, if we had 90 guests from 90 different no. <laughs> conference backgrounds, we could cover every single thing that could possibly happen. I think that's a whole other podcast, not a podcast yeah. episode, but another podcast. It's another podcast, <laughs> conferences. Or with very, we, can make it, we can make it like a quarterly thing. Like there you every, go. Every Checking it. <laughs> Uh, because, well, yeah, the, we, didn't even, we didn't even really get into like the differences between some of the really small ones versus some of the really big right. ones. Like, there's lots of other things. We yeah. Could. I think we're going to have a knock on episode. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Not next month, but look for it. Community pulsers. After, after pulse. After, after, after pulse. <laughs> now we're just talking. We don't even yes. know about what. <laughs> Welcome to the after, after, oh, after, after, after pulse. Uh, right, one so, thing. One thing I would mention real quick is if, if you do have a choice about running a conference, as in it's not your company, but it's something that you're volunteering for. Jason mentioned this earlier, but making sure that you have the time and the bandwidth to be able to handle it is huge. And not just the time and bandwidth, but the willingness and the, this is something that you are truly passionate about and truly want to push forward with. Make sure it lines up with your personal goals. Make sure if you're running your own business, it lines up with your business goals. All of those types of things are huge because if you're getting pulled in different directions, it ain't going to work. Yep. Amen. This has been another episode of After Pulse with Mary Thangwall at Mary underscore Grace on Twitter. Jason Hand at Jason Hand on Twitter and PJ Hagney at Asplenic on Twitter. Learn more at communitypulse.io or at community underscore pulse on Twitter. We'll see you next time.